This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. This morning, I'll be sharing on the power of divine instructions. The power of divine instruction. One of the things I want you to know is that um, God has not left you alone without an answer or without a witness or without what you should do. There is what to do. Things are getting very difficult. And everyone who is domiciled in Nigeria, you know this, we've entered into another phase of recession. The dollar is almost hitting 500 naira for a dollar. The cost of food all of a sudden has risen. And um, people are speculating that when it comes to January, things will be so difficult. Grains have, you know, almost doubled before the beginning of the year till now. Almost 100%. Bag of rice you used to buy for 15000 is down about 30000 100%. It's a difficult one. But you know what? You know what? As a child of God, you also have to understand that these things are also happening all over the world, everywhere. But you as a child of God, you are spared, you are preserved, even from this affliction in the precious name of Jesus Christ. That amen sounds paralyzed. Because this is your portion in the Lord. Isn't the Lord your inheritance? And the Lord the portion of his people? Isn't that what the Bible says? You belong to God and God belongs to you as a child of God. You are the lost portion. Yes, you are. And your God has never gone through austerity before. Your God can never be put under any form of affliction, either financial, economical, or otherwise. So also it speaks of you. Now, one of the things that you should be looking for when you find yourself in this kind of situation or in life is the instruction from above. Instruction. What is God saying to you? Now, there are three things I want us to see in this first service, or probably just two, about instructions. The first thing is that the instructions of God to his children are a command. They are not subject to debate, not subject to contest, not subject to argumentation. 
not subject to deliberation and it's not subject to negotiation. This you have to know. Because when a man is looking at God and says, God, please, I need help. And God begins to release his instructions. It is not the time for you to begin to negotiate. Or begin to argue. Because his instructions to us as children are a command. God instructed Saul and said, go kill all the Amalekites. Everything. Men, women, and all that. All the animals, all the livestock. Kill everything. And then he went, he spared Agag. And then he kept the best of the sheep and of the oxen and of the fatlings and the lambs. Everything that was good, he kept it. But he destroyed so many things. It was massive. Um... When God confronted him with this, God says, this is not the instruction that I have given to you. He was still trying to argue and say, oh, see, we have kept this thing. I've kept the best of the lamb. I've kept the best of the animals so I could sacrifice it unto God. Do you know that God was not happy with him? That was the day that he lost the throne. Because any time that you are arguing, any time that you are contesting with the instructions of God, God sees it as rebellion. First Samuel chapter 15 from verse 9, 21 to 23. 23 says, For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected thee from being king. That was a very serious one. Remember, it was God that chose him. Remember the interaction between himself and Samuel. How he kissed him and said to him, Is it not that the Lord God Almighty has made you a commander over his people? It was God. It was God's desire so to speak but God rejected him as king why? because God does not joke with his instructions listen partial obedience is disobedience when God instructs you and then you answer partially or you obey partially is disobedience Delayed obedience. When God gives you an instruction and then you delay. As long as that instruction is being delayed, you are walking in disobedience. That's how God sees it. Now, number two, divine instructions. Uh, could be very simple. Divine instructions, you know, they come through 
very simple way. Sometimes it will not be simple. It will, be, it will look benign or sound benign. It will sound unassuming. But be deceived. It's very powerful. Sometimes we want things to look complicated. And many people are deceived on this premise. Because if a pastor, for example, calls and tells you, just believe the word of God written here. And somebody appears and says, you must have to be praying and be jumping and be rolling on the floor 36 times a day for your answer to come. Most people go for that. Because it looks difficult. As simple and unassuming as the instructions of the Lord are, they are very powerful. Very powerful. In 2 Kings chapter 5 from verse 9 to 10, Naaman was, it's a story of, of, of a man, you know, Naaman, who was the captain of the Syrian army. This man had won many battles. Oh, that man had honor. Honorable man. He had everything, but there is the but in his life. Even though he had all things, there was a but in his life. He was a leper. He was going through a very serious affliction of his skin. And then, somehow, he got to meet Elisha. Went to the king, wrote a letter to the king. Somebody had told him, his maid had told him about a prophet in Israel who could heal him. So he went, met the king of Israel. The king of Israel said, no, I'm not the one. And Elisha, Elisha sent for him. When Elisha sent for him, something happened. Something very simple, unassuming, but very powerful. Elisha was in his chambers. He, was in, he did not come out. Meanwhile, Naaman came in to see Elisha with horses and chariots. He was looking for something that is big and ceremonial. He got to the place. Do you know that the prophet never came out? Elijah sent not his twice, no. Not his managing director, no. Sometimes, you know, when you are relating with some people, they expect that you send a certain caliber of people to them to represent you. But see who represented Elisha. Bible said he sent his messenger. Just a messenger. Messenger got out and told him, this is the word of God from the mouth of the prophets. Go. Dip yourself seven times in River Jordan. Oh, this man was angry. He saw a messenger to give this kind of message. He was rough. He did not know that that was the key. Because sometimes God speaks to you. God can give you instructions. It looks very simple. But do not undermine those instructions. They could be powerful. And as he was going, 
Someone told me and said, ah, if a prophet has asked you to do one very big, complicated thing, you will have obeyed. This is just a simple one. Why don't you obey? And then he went, dipped himself seven times. At first, he even looked down on the remedy. Said me, River Jordan, that dirty river. We've got very beautiful river in Damascus. River Parfa, River Abana. So clean. Me to dive here? No. He did not know that it was not in the water. It was in the river. His miracle was in the instruction. The miracle that you are looking for. The miracle that you are trusting God for. To change your situation around. It's in the instruction. He went, dipped himself seven times, and all of a sudden, his skin changed. It became like the skin of a baby. So fresh, you couldn't believe it. That is how God packages his instructions sometimes. I remember when I and my wife just in this town struggling. And then, you know, we're just enjoying ourselves. I never knew I was struggling until now. I'm just looking back. I said, ah, I stayed in one room. Maybe because I was in love, I didn't see all those things. Much more because I believed in the Lord. I was just enjoying myself. It was a phase. So, we're looking for a job for her. Then God spoke to me clearly. He said to me, package 10, not one, 10 of our CVs and then put it in the car. Package 10 of our CVs and put it in the car. And I was wondering, this looks so, looks somehow, CV, I'm not supposed to, you know, send CVs out. Why should you put 10 CVs in the car? You can ask my wife this. It was very clear. I said, that is the Lord's instruction. Just do it. And then we did it. Many people are wondering how my wife got to where she was in the hospitality business, worked in one of the, two of the biggest hotels here, and even left here voluntarily as one of the top management staff here at Transcopulty manager in charge of PR and all that to, to, to portfolio, only her. How did she get there? This is the story. Because Transcop had to poach her from the other hotel and pay her more and give her. In fact, when she was living here, her boss said to her, her expatriate boss said, please don't go. Just go, come back after two months or after two or three months. Maybe, you're not, maybe something has happened. We want you here. But they said, no, this is lost instruction. How did she get here? That is the story I'm about, I'm, 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 I'm sharing with you. So God says, you know, just take this two and then put it in the car. And I was wondering, and then we started driving. I was driving around. I think it was the following week, I drove to Sheraton. You know, when I got to Sheraton, to the pharmacy there to do some transactions, I was driving out. I saw this man, my father's friend, who I had not seen in ages. I remember those days, 
This man spoke about five languages, French, Russia, and all that. Very highly intelligent, a professor of law. And he was in Jaws, was always fighting the VC, fighting, was a troublemaker. And every time when he would pass through our house, every morning, almost every morning, because for him to get to the University of Jaws, he has to pass in front of our house, and he will now come and stay. And when he comes in, he will abuse everybody. He will say, you, which course do you want to do? If you say English, you want to do English, we're mad, you are stupid. With law, stupid boy. And we're wondering, why is this man always abusing? And my father is not doing anything about it. My father was so close to him. Then when he's closing again in the evening, he will pass through. Once he comes, and he was a very big, huge man, tall, big with mustache, you know, with everything. Mustache on all the sides, very big, big man, very strong. Say, you, what are you reading? Go on with law. He was a professor of law. What are you reading? Theater art. Useless, stupid boy. We are abusing everybody in the house. So, he left, and then I didn't see him again until close to about 20-something years or there about that time. I was driving, I saw him. Shout him. Then, I was so excited. I got out of the car. I went and met him. Sir, 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 sir. Do you remember me? This time, you know, I've become so tall. He said, no. He said, do you remember me? I said, no. Do you know Lani? Yeah, my dear friend. So you, Lani, you've grown. Then he said to me, my friend is here sacking everybody. Do you have any? I'm telling you the gospel truth. I did not ask him any questions. It was one that said so. He said, my friend is here sacking, sacking people. Do you have anybody that wants a job now? I said, yes. He said, who? The person I'm getting married to. He said, do you have a CV? I said, yes, sir. I just went, picked up the CV and get to him. He said to me, I'm just visiting Abuja. I don't stay here. And I'll be returning tomorrow. Follow me. Pa, 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 pa. You know, big boy, big man. When you get, they were having board meeting. This man was fearless. He just banged the door. Bam! Enter into the board meeting. All the chairmen, everybody, everybody was he looked around, looked around. He went, he whispered something to someone, and then to the chairman, said, Oh, they have a meeting here. Follow me. Open the door. As he was coming in, people were opening the door. He met the essay to the MD and said, You and called his name. This is my candidate. Give him. I want high employees. He turned and he left. I never saw him again. Until after several years. Instruction from the Lord. A simple instruction from the Lord indeed can lead to the construction of your life and destiny. May I say unto someone here, please, this is not the time for you to joke with what God is saying. Somebody is saying, but how do I know what God is saying? Start by obeying the simple ones before you go into the complicated ones. The centurion in the book of Acts of the Apostle, Cornelius, he was obeying the simple ones until God now gave him, you know, a supernatural visit and gave him some instructions through an angel. Obey simple instruction. Most people don't know that giving of your offering 
and your tithes. It looks so simple. Is it not tithes? It's not just 10%. But it's very powerful. Very powerful. Don't joke with it at all. Don't. Because the instructions of the Lord indeed will lead to the construction of your life and destiny in the precious name of Jesus. God is for you. God is not against you. God is for you. God is never against you. God is not your antagonist. God is your supporter. God is your enabler. God Almighty is the one that empowers you. Listen, if God be for you, who can be against you? I pray in the precious name of Jesus that in this time, in this season, God will release into your hearing, into your heart, instructions that will change your life forever. If you are the one that God is talking about, say a very big amen to that. Oh, put your hands again together and appreciate the King of Kings once more. Appreciate the King of Kings once more. Appreciate him. Appreciate him one more time. Oh, appreciate him. He said, I will never forsake you. I will never leave you. I will never abandon you. That is the God that you serve. Oh, let somebody bless his name this morning. I want to pray for some certain people this morning. If you are here this morning, or probably even watching me, all heads bow, and you don't know him, and the Spirit of God is speaking to you right now, and saying, it's time for you to give your life. Please, do not diminish or discount or overemphasize or look down on such instructions. It is God calling you into a higher place. Because he wants to bless you. So if you're here this morning and you want to say, Lord, I want to give my life to you. I want to submit to your Lordship. I want to receive you as Lord and personal Savior. I want to walk and walk with you so I can talk to you and you talk to me so I can hear clearly. Wherever you are in this hall, whether you are upstairs in the gallery, just lift up your hands. I would like to pray with you. And I know that your life would never be the same again. Thank you. Give that brother upstairs a card. And let's pray together. Very quickly, ushers. Thank you, my father. I give you praise. I bless your name. And if you are watching me this morning, also you can indicate, because I would like to pray with you. And I know that from today, your life will never be the same again. God is not against you. God is for you. Praise the name of the Lord. Say, Jesus, come into my life. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. I submit to your Lordship. I believe that you are the one that died on the third day you rose for my justification. Today, I refuse to run my life. You, come and be the Lord. You, come and be the Savior of my life. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, King of glory. And I pray for this one, so God, that let the witness of the Spirit be upon them. I destroy the power of sin and the power of Satan even over your life. And I release you. Thank you, my sister. God bless you. I release you this morning 
into his eternal presence, into the peace of his eternal presence. And I know that your life will never be the same again. Thank you, King of glory. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. And to the church and everyone watching me, lift up your hands and say, Father. Oh, say, Father. Say, Father. Say, Father. Say, Father. I resolve to live in obedience. Oh, Father, release instructions into my life. I am ready to receive your instructions. I am ready to obey your instruction. Sometimes it's when we are ready to obey. That is when God releases his instruction to us. When you are ready to obey, then you will begin to hear the instructions. But when you are walking in rebellion, you will not hear. Go ahead and pray this morning and say, Father, oh Lord, I'm ready, Lord. I open up my heart. I open up my soul. I open up my life for oh God, for your word for me. Thank you, King of glory. Blessed be your holy name. In the precious name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, we pray. I pray for all of you that you will end this year on a very high note, irrespective of what you are going through. Hallelujah. You are ending this year on the highest note in the precious name of Jesus. This is the last Sunday before the last month. This will not be your last Sunday in the precious name of Jesus. The year is coming to an end. Your life, your testimony shall never come to an end in the name of Jesus Christ. Go prosper. Go be enlarged. Go be enabled. Go manifest. Go fulfill. Hallelujah, God's mandate. Go occupy. Go achieve. Go attain. Go manifest honor. Manifest glory. Manifest plenty. Manifest surplus. Hallelujah. Manifest light. Hallelujah. Manifest testimonies that will last forever. If you are the one that God is talking about and you have received it, will you stand up and shout the loudest amen? We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Highly favored.